Uh, good morning and welcome to Sport and Life with Sam Kavich and Leon Wigard. Sam, good morning to you. Good morning, mate. Uh, what a beautiful morning. I was just thinking, uh, I thought the checks and plans were nearly long and gone. I see Tom Dabney has left the uh, Hayes Empire. Yes. That was fairly, uh, you know, that, that was fairly... Uh, predictable. Uh, it was predictable, but it was also... Uh, Smooth. There was no hiccups there. I see the uh, Clarkson now and Hawthorne are part of. Well, allegedly, it appears on the surface that there may be a bit of undercurrent there. What, what do you make of all that? Do you think Clarkson will stay or go? Uh, you mean after the two years? After well, he's contracted for next year. Yeah. Sam Mitchell is the uh, is the uh, yeah, appointed. Uh, yeah. Is the heir, is the anointed one, but. You know, he's been the incumbent for about 18 years. I don't think he'd take very nice to the fact that he's already been told that your contract won't be renewed after uh, next year. So the question was, do you think he'll leave before the end of next year? Yeah, that's, I should have made a bit clearer. Um, no, well, that's a fair question, yeah. isn't it? No, I, I, no, I don't think he will. I think he'll see his contract out. I think he's that sort of bloke. Yeah, well, he's... Well, should be no more que- of him. Well, there's no question about his ethics and his principles. But were you surprised that Mick Malthouse came out and had a point of view as well? No. no. <laughs> Mickey. <laughs> no, well, that's what he's paid to do. Yeah. It'd be controversial. Yeah, he and was. Uh, and um, I, I, he could have written that five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> ten, ten years ago. Ten years ago. <laughs> well, that's one that didn't quite, you know, quite clearly didn't work and really raised his ire and his angst. Yeah, but, it's an interesting thing, though. I mean... That whole thing. Somebody rang me once when I was president of um, the clubs. All, the, all, hello, microphone. Uh, all the clubs in Victoria, and said uh, my club was thinking about a succession plan for my role. What do you think? I said a lot of bulldust. You know, put an ad, and this is a very prestigious club, a very, very good club. I said, well, put an ad in the paper, you'll get 50 applicants. You get 150 applicants. You know, why would they worry about succession planning where they pick some person out yeah. themselves and think he's going to be the appointed be the person? Poor, yeah, be the you won't know what the field's like. Mm. So That's a good point, actually. Yeah, it's an, you confine yourself to a very small uh, small uh, section. Yeah. And who's to say Sam Mitchell, whilst he's uh, well-credentialed, he's got all the uh, all the pedigree, but there's nothing to say that he's ultimately going to be successful. And there may be 100 others, or not 100 others, but there may be five or six that, you know, might uh, interview very, very favourably and may be very, very good that on you the other, on. On the other hand, <laughs> when you think about it, some of these clubs sack their coaches with no idea who they're going to appoint. And they say, God, the field's not that big, is it? So if Hawthorne have Sam Mitchell in mind, and I think he's the man for the job, well, I'm, that makes sense. It does. But it leaves uh, a, a, a long-serving servant sort of on the edge of it, doesn't it? Well, I believe, look, I believe someone like a Clarkson deserves some currency and to move on his own terms. I think it's a bit brutal in manner. It looks a bit messy, but who knows what the inner, the inner runnings and the machinations of a club are, and particularly with a club run by Jeff Kennett, who tends to be very autocratic in the manner in which he conducts his business. He's a mate of yours. He's a great mate of mine, and I don't think there's anything wrong. I don't think you'd consult too many, though. I don't think there'd be consensus involved <laughs> when those decisions are made. You do it my way or the highway, as Jeffrey would say. Another uh, another Collingwood man who's uh, passed away. Mike Delante, a great a great guy, and you know you've travelled overseas with him, but he's a great North Melbourne and uh, Collingwood player. That was a coincidence. We all were on the same plane, and we finished up both down the back, of course. 
we finished up in the smoking area uh, yeah. having severe old drinks. He was a tough, uh, tough, hard man. He was. Lady. He? I was surprised to read that he didn't play 100 games, uh, 87 or something like that. In total, was it? Mm. With the clubs, yeah. But he was uh, well respected and uh, well thought of. Played in that uh, 58 premiership yeah, 58 side? 58 premiership side, yeah. Well, he's a premiership player, so, you know, there's, they gave, there's few and far of them. Talking about, talking about premiership players. Uh, uh, we talk about a character now, Leon. Our special guest. He's played in four grand final premiership sides, six grand finals in total. Recruited from North Hobart. Are you getting warmer? A ruckman, famous at Carlton. Now you'll have him. He was going to be a politician at one stage, and we do welcome Peter Percy Jones to Sport and Life. <laughs> Kick Percy. Good day, Percy. How are you, mate? Uh, good, Sam. Yeah, North Hobart. Remember those uh, those heady days way back then, Perth? How's your memory? Oh, uh, very good, very good. I hear from all, all the all, all the blokes from North Hobart. They're all a bit older like ourselves, but we had some wonderful times over there coming up through the school, the underage underage footy, and wonderful. What was your place to play down there in Hobart? What was your pathway to Carlton, uh, Perth? Had uh, who got you across to Carlton, and what was the circumstance? How big uh, was a plastic bag? Or brown uh, paper? No, it wasn't them, but, uh, well, I nearly went to, I, I, I nearly went to a couple of teams, really went to St Kilda and then went to Richmond. Melbourne asked Mum and I over for the, the grand final in 64 and we watched the game and, and, and they were terrific and I, I, I wanted to go to uh, Melbourne because of Arborassi and then lo and behold, next year he's off to Carlton. So then, of course, when he, he, he came to Hobart, I, I played for played for Tasmania. Uh, we played the VFA at Pran, and uh, he came to watch me. And uh, he came to Hobart and uh, and said to Mum, I'd, "I'd like to get your boy." And Mum just clapped and they said, "Yeah, you can have it." So uh, I, so I, I went to uh, I went to Carlton. So that we're, and was a, a lucky thing too because we had we had some. Great times there, uh, great success under uh, under RB, as you well know, as you did. Yes, indeed, person. I remember those early days when you came across. Uh, of course, my brother Brian was uh, at Carlton with you at the time. And I remember in my first year, we were all boarding at a place in Coburg with lovely Claude. And I was the only I was the only alien. There was Gordon Collis, Peter Jones, Brian Kekovich, all the Carlton Terry Board, all the Carlton contingent, and I had a little bungalow out the back. You know, it was freezing cold North Melbourne, and I was the only one that would do help clean the dishes. These guys would be slothful and lounge all over. They would run all over, but she loved them dearly because they were all Carlton. And you know, your dear soul into her eighties would always have the Carlton scarves and the beanies, go to the footy. And, you know, I would be ignored totally, even though I did the dishes, wiped them and did everything right. And these guys would just run rampant throughout the house. But they loved them. Remember that lovely house in uh, Berry Street, Coburg? Uh, just a moment. Uh, hands up all those who think that was true. Well, your personal... <laughs> did you do the dishes? I did. I used to help you. <laughs> Purse, endorse that comment. Uh, she was a wonderful old, old lady, Mrs Curtin. I... I, I before you turned up, I had that. that, that I was out the, the rear in the, the bungalow, and I, I'd go to Hobart now and then because I was so homesick. And there was a bloke who used to live around the corner called Wes Loss. That's and right. And he, 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 he'd know I'd go to Hobart. And the next minute, 
uh, overnight he would turn up with a, <clears throat> a young lady, <laughs> a poor Mrs. A poor Mrs. Curtin. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming out and find uh, you know there there Lockie was uh, there with a young lady and uh, and I was in Hobart but anyway yeah. it was a, it was a, a great spot and Brian was a a, a good mate of mine old, old Brian he was he was a terrific play we played in the flag together in '68 and we uh, we used to like to go the horses a fair bit and 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 that's how I, I ended with my nickname. Through through uh, Brian, oh, Percy the punter. Percy the punter. Oh, is that a fact? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Brian named me that. Lofty was, uh, yeah, Lofty had uh, he was had had nocturnal tendencies, didn't he, Lofty? And he he could always acquire a partner or two at a very short notice, couldn't he? Uh, they called him the uh, night rider. <laughs> <laughs> now, for those that don't remember, uh, Wes Lost was a terrific fullback for the Carlton Footy Club and chairman of selectors for so many years and uh, uh, unhappily died, what, about seven or eight years ago, I guess. No, yeah, yeah, sadly missed. Yeah, sadly. Him up there at the, at the, at the, at the, he's exactly the bloke we need up there at, at Carlton. It was terrific at Carlton as our... Well, our I read with interest in... No, it's, it's, I guess I want to put this in some sequential order, but controversy was never far away from you. Even you know you you know you you you've been associated with some volatile times at Carlton, from the George Harris days when Jezza left in those you know awkward circumstances, took over coaching at short notice, and I read with interest just uh, last week, you know your uh, your take on the uh, recent uh, review that's taking place at Carlton with with Teague and the underperformed. Uh, Elements in the club and Sauce, you gave Sauce a nice clip, you know, for recruiting all those, for all those, <laughs> all those third grade players from Western Western suburbs. You thought it was all a conspiracy, so you didn't leave anyone out, Purse. But that's you know, that's you. You love Carlton. You're the old guard. Well, and... uh, well, I, I got that phone call from a, a Mike Warner. I said, "Oh, hello, how are you going, Mike?" You know. And I, I, it was in happy hour down here at Darwin Heads. I was in happy hour. It was about 4.30. I had a nice big roster of, of Johnny Black beside me. Anyway, uh, I said, oh, so I was talking to you. I, I, I was reading your book, too, about uh, the AFL. What was it called? The AFL men or something. Yeah, the uh, toxic nature, the toxic and environment. I, I, I wonder what he was on about. And he said, I, I, I should have known after all these years, I've known all those journos, you know, McFarlane, we, we've known McFarlane oh. and Wilson and Costa and, and Tom Pry. <laughs> Tom we've Pry. Known, <laughs> we've known all the journeys, all the, all the all the journeys in the journey. Anyway, he finally came round over and he started talking about Carlton. I said, "Oh yeah," and he he pressed all all the all, all the right buttons. He said, "Oh, what about that lagging? That's how it all started, was it? Wow, yeah. he got me got the lagging." <laughs> Yeah, oh, there yeah. you yeah. <laughs> 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 It was right into my happy hour anyway. Then, and then at the end of it, I said, oh, geez, I said, listen, mate, um, I, you know, can you ease up on uh, on, uh, on, on Sturge Silvani, on the Silvani? I said, the old man's crook. And we're having a, a big show up at Carlton in a couple of weeks, and he's, he's not well served. I played in a couple of flags with him. He said, no, I won't miss his time. I said, oh, that's good. Thanks very much for that. And then uh, at, the, at the finish of it, I hung up and thought, this is a bit odd, you know. So I rang up a couple of my mates who were journos. And I said, listen, I said, Mike Water, uh, uh, you know, to leave out anything about <laughs> Silvani. 
And the bloke said, no, it's too good. I said, oh, here we go. It's the headline. It was a headline article. And, and, and the one bloke you don't want to fall out with is Mike Warner, I would think. He, uh, he specialises in those little investigative things, mm. doesn't he? Uh, uh, he, 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 he? And I said, Serge is crook. And his wife is a, is a, a lovely lady as well. But I said, oh, will she be crook anyway? So yeah. I'm, I'm hiding down at Bowen Heads. <laughs> we, we spoke about uh, Wes Loss, and uh, well, we we wanted to keep it in some sort of order, but uh, it leads us on to the sort of people around Carlton in your time, Perth. And um, uh, there's the Dick Pratt, the Ian Collins, the George Harris, as uh, Sam already mentioned, and John John Elliott, and so many others. So it's full of characters, whether they're terrific blokes or whether they weren't I don't know but they they certainly got the job done yeah oh yeah they did a good job you know they, 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 they were organised Carlton and, and we were the uh, you know the the, the, the league uh, uh, you know we, we um, you know ahead of our time really because all, all, all the other teams were, were, all, were trying to you know to emulate you know, Carlton yeah to, yeah to keep up with us but um but uh, yeah, but, uh, oh well, it's a, it's a changing world now. Everything's woke, isn't it? <coughs> what about uh, sorry, Leonardo? No, I was going to say you, you. We're talking to you now first, rather than about Carlton and uh, your career nearly got finished before it got started, and uh, through a, a car accident. And I didn't know about that. Uh, you got very bad leg leg, <coughs> leg problems out of that. Yeah, 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 well, you know, I was um, young and stupid, you know, <coughs> 19 or 20, I was, I was out playing cards, of all things, as uh, Slammy Sam and I, I know, we, we, you know, we, we always like playing our cards, <laughs> and I was out playing playing cards one night with a bloke, anyway, I drove home with him, and he, he went to sleep at the wheel, so, you know, I had the crash, I went through the windscreen, and ankles broken, but I was only 19 then, so we, everything filled up well. But they said to me, you know, when 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 you're older, you'll have some trouble with the arthritis. Well, they were right there. <laughs> There's plenty of arthritis about. Yeah, it catches up with you. Uh, well, per- well, Perth, you know, you've been a f- you know, you've been a superstar of the game. But more than that, you've been a great personality of the game. And it's amazing. I look back over the years and I remember them vividly. Not that I need to read the books. Uh, that must have been a, a an awkward time because Jezza and you and all were great mates. And the Harris period, you know, when that all blew up, and you took over the reins as a coach. What are your memories of that? Uh, well, I was uh, I was at the uh, the meeting when he when he handed in uh, old George. I, I turned up with a mate of mine, Peter Costa. It it, <laughs> it, it had a big lunch, Peter Costa. He was, he was he was on the booze then, and we we had a, a, a carry down to the place called the, the Rajasar. Remember the Rajasar? I do, I do. <laughs> the bloke tried to poison us, remember? <laughs> he used to steam the bottles with different labels, remember? <laughs> they, 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 closed, they, they closed them down. We used to say, what wonderful curries they were. <laughs> Larry Mendoza. Larry Mendoza, four <laughs> times. <laughs> he had every <laughs> cricketing piece of... He had every bit of cricketing memorabilia. I think he signed them all. I think he had... I think... Uh, <laughs> Oh God! What was his name? Uh, me and I think he had Javid me and Dad. He had fourteen bats of Javid me and Dad before he was born. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable! 
Oh, yeah. But anyway, so we, we, we've, we've had a, a wonderful curry there, being Peter Costa. So we, we've gone to the annual meeting and Costa's had a big lunch and he started yelling out, George, where's the money? Where's the money? And everybody's turning around looking about going, oh, God, I'm trying to hide underneath the seat. And next minute, George gets up and walks out. He said, I'm resigning. So we said, oh, this is good. Anyway, uh, 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 a bloke who was a, uh, a vice president got up, uh, Gordon Newton, not Gordon Newton, a uh, uh, real estate agent, Dan Nong. Anyway, he got up. He was back to the Paul bugger it. He had to take over. Everyone was saying, well, where's the money? Where's the money? There was some money missing, anyway, apparently. Was there allegedly missing? Well, they, you know, there was all these things. You know, heading on with George, he was supposed to have... Have chopsticks and this and that and yeah, developments here, and, there. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, next day it's 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 in the in, in the paper. If and um, um, Alex had hopped on, said I'm resigning too. He said if if uh, if, if he's going, I'm resigning. And I said, oh, then Lofty came around the pub with uh, with Cags and I, and he said um, he offered to me. I said, you're kidding, aren't you? I said, oh, I. <laughs> Only until we, you know, we have everything organised. I said, "Yeah, I'm going to tell him about the train. I'm the worst trainer in the world." <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and Gags, I said, "Will you help me, Gags?" And Lot said, "No, no, you're on your own. I'll look after you." So, uh, so that was it. Was so, uh, so uh, it started off at me only doing pre-season, and it went on from that, and then. Uh, uh, they finally gave me the job, but it, it was a million to one chance. Who would have thought after Alex winning a premiership and and being and and, and being captain coach of a premiership, next year he's not there? It's just unbelievable, yeah. isn't it? It's and unheard you, of. And you filled the breach, and then as as the what? interim coach, you stayed there for the year. You got him into the finals. Yeah, straight uh, sets. You know, and and they were going out in straight sets. Yeah, that was un- unfortunate, but there was a bit of an altercation during the year against Richmond when you stood up, it was almost that heavyweight bout, it was almost caused alarm bells and, you know, and uh, throughout the AFL circles when you and Tony Jewell shaped up. You reckon you would have got away with him? Way of the, uh, way of the way of playing them out there. Yeah, you were there and... The uh, finals, we're, 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 we're out there playing them in the finals and, and they were... Playing well then, Richmond. You know that they, they, they were hard to beat that year. Anyway, so I, I thought one of our players in the, you know, was un, unfairly dealt with. Uh, so uh, I walked on on the ground at, at quarter time, and who, who was in the huddle but Rudy Webster? <laughs> the year, but he had been at Carlton for years, playing with us in in cricket. He was the West Indian was, uh, guru, wasn't he? Uh, was he? He was Rudy the... Webster. Anyway, uh, he was uh, every every time. We won the flag. We're on the MCG. Next minute, we'd have the cup pulled out of our hand, and who's holding up? But Rudy, <laughs> running around the MCG with us. So anyway, that was all right. And then next minute, I'd look over. He's over in the uh, Richmond camp, camp <laughs> smiling his head off. I said, "Are oh, you rotten bastard? You're supposed to be a card supporter." Etc. 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 And then, and Tony Jewell turned around and said, "What's he saying?" He said, and Rudy said, "Oh, he's abusing me." He said, "Oh, what?" And he came, he came roaring at me. I said, "He, he, he said, I said, there's ninety thousand people here. He wouldn't hurt. He wouldn't hit me, surely." And he got closer and closer. I said, "Jesus, I'm might be a chance here." And then, uh, and then, as he got really close, we started to slow down. And I said, "Oh, right." So I thought it was just. Shove, push, shove, and yeah, you'll I'll overcome kill you, the worst. Hey, going back, going back to you being coach and saying you're the worst trainer. 
Was there any truth in that business of you uh, catching a bit of a tram to help you get right around the, 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 set, the, the set course? <laughs> yeah, I got a tram down. We, we, we had a, a coaching run with uh, Ian Harlow and ended up taking over as our coach. Remember in the yeah, 90s? Yeah, I day? do, I do. You were with Ian Stewart took over. And he said, right, eh? He said, you blokes will never fit. So we whacked us on the bus. He's taken us up Sydney Road. I thought we are going to Sydney. We got so far up. <laughs> anyway, so and he, he dropped us off. He said, right, I have to make your way back to Carlton. So I ran back and I got as far as the jail, the Pentridge, and I said, oh, anyway, I was at the back. And I, there was a tram there and I, I, I looked up the tram conductor, he looked at me and he said, do you want to get on? I said, yeah. <laughs> so I got on. <laughs> so we're going down Sydney Road and all the players are all, all strung up and down Sydney Road and I'm hiding down behind the, uh, the ledge. <laughs> so we got to, uh, to Sydney at the Royal Parade and I popped that up. Anyway, I've come streaming in and everyone was looking at all, all their, their files and clipboards and clocks and all that. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. It's, it's a turnaround. This is amazing anyway. I got lagged, of course. There's always oh, a lag. It's always a lag. <laughs> Mate, the whistleblowers, they call them whistleblowers now, Purse. So uh, Ian Harley went berserk. <laughs> he said, no, I want you to do that twice. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> with Keith McKenzie. Keith McKenzie. Oh, the late, the late, Oh, Keith McKenzie. Oh, with Kovac. He was a, he was a marathon runner it. himself. He loved it. Cobra enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> well, he did a good job. It, it, was, it was a slow march, though, I'm telling you. Uh, He's still playing golf in his 90s, and uh, yeah, in fact, he, he bought a new set of golf clubs in his 90s, so I got them for yeah, him. Cobra. Yeah, Caper was outstanding. Yeah. He was a golf. He was a bike, great. Caper, lovely bike. He was a great squash player too. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, and a great coach. People don't realise he was my first coach at North Melbourne. He was a really, really good coach. Mm. Carlton realised that. Did you know the Caper? He did know the Caper very, very well. He did know the Caper, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, he was fantastic. Now you made reference to the fact you had your ankle was pinned as well in that car accident. Yeah, yeah. Was it further exacerbated when you kicked that goal? I almost kicked that goal. When you <laughs> kicked the well, goal, folks. Oh, hang on. Well, he kicked 284 <laughs> goals. At all right, He's okay. well known for not kicking All right, goals. I apologise, Leon. It, it, was, it was a clangor. Uh, what were you thinking, Purse? Where were you? Where were I you? I used to pick up my daughter from school and, and she'd, she'd be laughing ahead of us. What's up, Dad? He said, oh... All the kids love you on, on YouTube or whatever it's called. You're kicking the goalposts. I said, George, I said, I played in four premierships. I've, you know, I've played I said, that's all I'm known for, is it? Kicking the goalposts. Oh, isn't it bloody wonderful, oh. isn't it? Don't worry, but any consolation, I'm known as a man, as a lamb chop. People. <laughs> Percy, what's the uh, the story with a, a little-known footballer called Billy Bennett that, that you oh, play Billy. with? Salt push. Yeah, he's uh, he, he he had some problems, and I, 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 the last I heard, he was over in, in Perth with his son. Uh, but I, you know, but but that, uh, you know, but then we, we were hit with that rotten COVID, so he was he was over there the last time I heard about it. But well, he had a, 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 a shocking foot injury. Uh, yeah. uh, um, a, a truck rolled over his over his foot of workers. I mean, I was going back to the uh, playing days where. You were both uh, berated, in fact, I think fined by Carlton Footy Club for 
being late or not turning up for a reserves match at South Melbourne. Yeah, there was something about that. That's quite true. That's, yeah, that was long time. Reserves? I can't remember that one. <laughs> yeah. I vaguely remember that what one. What time do yeah. they play? <laughs> <laughs> hey? When do they so play? They reserves? Watching, <laughs> <laughs> Fancy asking me. He said he's, uh, the purse was late and his excuse was he, he, uh, he got caught in heavy traffic. Yeah. And apparently he was 10 minutes away from his grandmother's place where he was living <laughs> by foot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Wonderful times, weren't they? Oh, yeah. I'll tell, tell you what else is very, very quick. People don't realise, you know, when they look at Perth, they all think, you know, what a humour, what a wit. But he's a very, very intelligent guy. He's, he's oh, like, yes, yes. No, 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 I'm not being patronising. He's very well read. He's very astute. He plays that comical role to a nicety where people feel very comfortable and, and gravitate towards him. And then he's, he's the master of the old cut you off the knees. Now, the other thing, Perse, you're very, very good at <coughs> was restoring law and order. Now, I'll just really? give you a brief cryptic clue here. Rockley Road, South Yarra. Rockley Road, South Yarra. Oh, yeah, with, 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 uh, with uh, Rockley Road, with the Hound. The Hound, yes, the Hound was there. Ron Reeves, yeah. a very good, very close confidant of these boys. Yes, yeah, Mad Carlton. Oh, Mad Carlton. Yeah. Plus, we played midweek cricket with the plastics. But that's another, oh, yes, that's an yes, aside. Yes, yes. Uh, Played with some uh, wonderful players there in the plastic. Both them. Both them. Yeah, yeah. Now, third change he was on. He came on third change yeah, with the, the, the plastics. Yeah. And then he played for England and, and. He opened the bowling for England. England play, he was first change with the plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Person the hound used to open the bowling. But anyhow, let's he, stick to the terms. Yes. He, he came on first change, eh, Fraser? <laughs> and then he's opening for England against Australia and cleaned them up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Now, getting back to what I was referring to, it's at uh, Rockley Road, South Yarra. There was an altercation one night. There was a, uh, I think it took the form of a party or something. The music was a bit loud. Oh, you took yeah, umbrage yeah. to it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just fill me. I missed the gaps. Fill me in, will you, quickly? <laughs> well, I, I came home from a, 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 a night, you know, with a night out with the boys. And I was staying with an apartment with, with Peter Costa from the Herald and, Ron Reeve and the Herald and a bloke called David Dark and the Herald. Anyway, we got home and uh, after being up at the Tock H, that was our watering hole, then we came down and there was a party next door. And anyway, was, they, this party was always going on all the time. Da, da, da. So anyway, uh, we came out with some potatoes and uh, uh, one of the blokes tried to heave a, a potato through the window and he can only get halfway and I said, oh, let me have a go. So, Idiot me, <laughs> whack a bird, picks it up, let's go, bang. Next minute, the music went silent. It went completely silent, but we said, shit. So I walked on to bed. Anyway, about an hour later, I'm laying in bed and I shared a room with Peter Costa. Anyway, he had a he had an article in, in the Herald, uh, uh, in Black and White, it was called, and he had to be up every, every morning at about uh, half past five to have his his column into the Herald by 11. I'm waking it up by a policeman saying, wake up, it's Ron Barassi, wake up. And the other bloke on, on the Peter Cotton said, wake up, your bludger. He's calling the bludger. He got up every morning at four o'clock to write his column. Anyway, this, this copper said, wake up, it's Ron Barassi. So I, I, I got out and got out. We, we, we all got out of uh, bed and we're in the living room and the copper said, listen, uh, he said, who threw the potato? And I said, uh, I, you know, because that 
you know, they were journos. And I'd say, yeah, it was me, it was me. And I said, listen, I'll go around and have a word to them and, and see if we'll clear it up. Anyway, they got back and they came back and said, no, no, there's a smart-ass lawyer there. He said, go, you know, they lay charges. So I had to go to the prank court and they charged me with, with, with the, a lethal weapon, throwing a lethal weapon. They, they gave me a six-month bond. Was it, it was appealed? Bond anyway, was it appealed for that? Or was, it pad, was it spud peeled or just a... Straight uh, out of the ground. It, it was ready to go. It was ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I did the music stop though. Wow. <laughs> they must have thought the terrorists were coming. They must have thought ISIS were coming. There must have been something uh, about Warrnambool in that group because David Dark was from Warrnambool and so was the Hound. Yeah, was, I don't yeah. know Peter Costa. No, uh, he, no he's, he's from uh, Ararat. Oh, all country boys, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're all staying together at... Uh, at the hole, it was called. It was a quaint nickname. We better talk about football and uh, four grand finals. Your first sixty-eight. Um, yeah. Usually, guys say that that was the the one they remember most. And is that your case? It, it, it was the one I, I remember most. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. It was. It was fantastic because we hadn't won a flag since nineteen forty-seven, which was twenty-one years. We haven't won one, and now since ninety-five. But uh, it was it was 21 years and, and to win it, and Brian played really well. He kicked four goals and and it was a howling noisy win across the ground. It was hard to kick him, but Brian kicked four and we uh, we hung on uh, and um, and we uh, it, 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 last couple of minutes uh, that we were about two or three points in front and the ball came down. There was a, a jostle between uh, Alan Noon and, and Wes Loft. I keep his name Loft anyway. Lossy kind of held his, his held his ground by his hands in the back. Now you rub it just, you know, they you know, hand him a shove and they fall over. They still play the mark. But he, he held his ground and he just gave a bit of a hit and pushed him. Noon, he fell forward. And for that split second with about a minute to go, we're hanging on by three points. And, and, and Crouch was the umpire. Anyway, he blew the whistle said, lost his mark. Ah, oh, we said, shit, don't we? <laughs> We went back. We, we hung on the and uh, the uh, hang on to it. So uh, in the aftermatch, I'm there with Adrian, Adrian and, and Lossie. We're having a beer, you know. Nineteen, twenty-one year old player, the first premiership. Da da da. In walks the president of Essendon, and that was Hurd's uh, uh, grandfather. Alan Hurd. Anyway, yeah. He, he came and he said, "Lossie, you're a fucking, uh, you're a fucking cheat." <laughs> what? And we're all looking like that. And then he walked in the aftermatch. We're going, what? And he did your fucking seat and walked out the door again. And uh, he had a heart attack on Monday. <laughs> Lofty sent him off. <laughs> I guess the other memorable anyway, one, yeah, keep going. But, but, but uh, the, uh, the, the main thing was that. Uh, 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 you know, after we, after we, uh, you know, we won the flag, we went back to the rooms and uh, the supporters uh, were so you could see the look in their faces. They were, you know, they were, you know, they were all so happy because we hadn't won a flag for 21 years. And the happiness in the club it was it was fantastic. But then, then we we were in a run. Then we played 69, 70, uh, 72, 73. So we. We had a, a pretty good side. Let me take the 72 one, mate, which is, I reckon was one of the great memorable ones and it was a great piece of coaching because you got beaten the preliminary by... Uh, did you get beaten the preliminary? Richmond beaters, yeah. Richmond, and then... That's right. And then you played them in the grand final. High, you kicked 26 to 22 or something. It was a high-scoring 
grand final of all time. I think that's when you opened up in the ruck, Nick went to the forward pocket or the full forward and completely yeah, threw them off kilter and totally, you know, restructured the side. And it was one of the great worked. grand finals. You know, everything, everything exactly worked. It was October too, you know, because we'd had a draw against the Tigers had a wave and then we played them again at the MCG and they, and they gave us a, a whack up. So then they changed the side around and so then uh, he, uh, and, and everything, everything, everything we did worked out and the, the ball was moving up and down the ground at a thousand oh. miles an hour. It was so good. And Felipe was, uh, he was a full back, he was kicking off, he was kicking these torps in the clear spring air. So we're going 100 metres, we'd, we'd start up, we'd start, we'd start looking at it, then we'd start, we'd, we'd, we'd be on the halfback flank at the MCG, we'd turn around, we'd start running backwards, the ball was landing over the wing, he, he was kicking the ball that far, but uh, he was a good player too, Southie. Oh, outstanding player, yeah, Jeffrey, and a very, very nice man. Hey, uh, Percy, was that? We had the... some great players on that side. Yeah. Wolsey, no. yes, Wolsey, oh, 40, number forty-two. Sorry, go on, Alex. Was Nick. it? Yeah, was that the game there where uh, uh, Big Nick was pole axed in the first quarter? No, that's uh, a year after. A year, year after, after yeah. at seventy-three. Fowler, Laurie Fowler, accidentally yeah. that. That caused the ripples throughout the whole crowd. I remember I was sitting there watching. The greatest it. fluke of all time. Oh, it was a great fluke. Yeah, he just got him in the wrong, in the wrong area at the wrong time. But that that was a great grand final. Yeah, you're right. Wolsey kicked six, I think. You oh, you dominated Wolsey, and big Wolsey, Nick. Wolsey Blitzen, was playing on Rex Hunt. Poor old Rex. Oh. Like what, the, <laughs> what about Nick? What about Ray Boynich? Turn around the circles, Rex. I think Nick played on Ray Boynich. I don't think you saw him ever again. I think Graham Richmond dispatched his papers. <laughs> he, he was gone. He was gone. Nam Gilly was on uh, a break called The Blind Miner. What was his name? Yeah. Uh, 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 Nam Gilly, uh, that's Sydney. Nam Gilly killed him too, uh, the, the, yeah. blind, the Blind Miner's name. What was his name? Uh, he, he played for Richmond. Uh, uh, he, yeah. he, he, he gave him a clean up too. He gave him a touch up. But uh, they, they, well, they even up with us. A year later, in, in '73, yeah. when Neil Barn knocked out uh, knocked out Southie, yeah, accidental, wasn't it? Uh, Robinson's there about a yard away. Ian Robinson, <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a he's a strange boy, that Ian Robinson. Oh. Anyway, he he, 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 he whacked him before uh, uh, Neil Barn hit him before, and he said he said to him, oh, if, you, "If you do that again, I'll report you." Next time, he knocked him out. Yeah, I and know. He on. <laughs> that's unbelievable. It was fully busy. That, that's a disgraceful effort by an umpire, senior umpire, Ian Robinson. Well, yeah. Well, uh, it was a, a young bloke. The, the only thing I have to say about he was a young bloke. He's only, only 21, 22. He was playing, uh, umpiring two teams that hated each other's guts. Yeah. And they, you know, they were playing for a bit. So it, it, he, he had a. He was a human component of the statute. Yeah, I understand. A lot on his plate. You know, he had a bit in his plate. We better get on. A, we better get off footy and get into the pubs, uh, Percy, because you've had a lifetime in pubs. Um, yeah, yeah. Now I've written some down, and you'll you'll remember more, I reckon, uh, Sam. But the Dover was the first I remember, and maybe there was others. The Blushes. The Dover. That, that, uh, that was a, a great. That was a great hotel. That was Age and I. Our first pub was opposite the Trades Hall, on the corner of Victorian Lygon Street. We had the uh, uh, Normie from the. 
Captain the Major, Ian Major. Yeah, Ian Major, right? No, no. They used to come over and uh, and have a beer there. Oh, old Jack, and he was over there one day, and, and next minute he, he got caught with your old mate uh, uh, Karen. You remember Karen? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was your... <laughs> <laughs> Sam's old flame, Karen. That, that next minute, uh, <laughs> David Rob taught. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, they were in the... They're in the and, okay. and Jack Dyer in the... I caught Gags in bed with her one night. I, I caught... They were kissing away at the yeah. bar, and I said, Jesus, Gags, you have to go and tell Jack Dyer. <laughs> 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 she, she stayed with Purse. She stayed with Purse for a night, too. Don't forget. She had a big... You were going to say something to Jack Dyer about this. I said, oh, of course, I didn't. So I went up, oh, Jack. I said, listen, uh, you know, Karen, uh, she, she's not what she seems to be, you know. She's not... He said, oh, I wouldn't give a rat's ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jack. Oh, gee. Oh, he was, he yeah. was a classic Jack Dyer. Oh, he's a classic. He was, he was one of the million M and Loon. Yeah. Never be like that again. Yeah, well, yeah never see that again. I was at the Dover for a function once for Peter Brock. Your mate Plastics brought him along. Oh, yeah, yeah, Peter Brock, yeah, yeah, poor old Brocky, Christ, he's gone, too. Yeah, yeah another one. Plastic, he, he, he's there in the hospital, poor old Plastic, he's been there for about a year. He's still no good with his leg. No, no, he's come off, he's, yeah. got, a, he's got a moon boot now made of uh, kryptonite or something. Kevlar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right, you, you know that, do you, Sam? Yeah, we've had got this new, uh, new boot and, uh, oh, he, he, he's, he's next door to you, isn't he? He is just up the road, yeah, Craggy Bird. Yeah, poor old plastic. <laughs> well, uh, we better move on from pub to pub. Um, uh, of course, the one in Carlton, uh, Percy, Percy's Bar. Um, yeah, yeah, that, 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 was a, that, was, that was a good pub, the one up there uh, uh, on, uh, on the corner of Village like and Street. That Watson's was, was over the road there. That, it was a place you could go to a bit, Sam. You liked some, some red wine there, didn't you? Uh, you're breaking up. <laughs> Move on. Um, <laughs> and uh, we, 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 was, I was there for about 29, 30 years. It, it was owned by uh, Leon's old mate, Alfie Gaines. Yes. Yes. Had all the and, cabs. Uh, had all the cabs. Alfie's gone to, la, he's la, gone to heaven too. Yeah. Yes, he has. La, 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 oh, Alfie, he was a lovely bloke. The great Fitzroy people, the, the Gaines. Oh, loved the lines. He, he loved those lines. Yeah, The... Um, we, we did a radio program called The Good Sports way back before sports radio was really 
so popular as it is today uh, at the Blush and Stutter. We used to oh, do it live yes. and uh, recorded for three A three UZ. Oh yes, yes. So, yes, yes I, I can't remember where the Blush and Stutter was. In fact, it was up from the Carlton Footy Ground, opposite the uh, ground. Was it? Yeah, the Uni Grounds in Royal yeah, Parade. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, up there. Royal Parade. Yeah. yeah. Purse wouldn't. Purse wouldn't know you did it in the morning. The show wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the Norton. There's Norton. Purse wouldn't get out of bed till eleven o'clock. Anyway, so that was another one and. <laughs> uh, uh, oh yeah, he's no. a late riser. Purse was, he was, he wasn't an AM person. Purse, purse was all about PM. As soon as the clock ticked <laughs> over to twelve, there was Purse came in with his light. He'd be entertaining the. Cars, p- we, Sam? Oh. <laughs> we like our cars. <laughs> well, we used to have a card game upstairs. Okay, we had a, we, we had a, a, a good team at uh, Pryor, Colin Love and QC. Yeah, Tom Pryor. Yeah, both gone. Uh, eh? both gone. Yeah, he's gone. Cole Lovett's gone. Poor old Cole. He's, uh... <clears throat> Purse, remember that night when uh, Pryor, you know, Pryor called me a mad Hugo and he said, yeah. uh, I had two pair. And he said, I got you this time. I've got a full house. And I said, I got two yeah, pair of aces. I had four yeah, aces. <laughs> well, didn't he blow up? He's going to jump the table. He's going to land it on the chin. He said, whatever you declare, that's what you've got to pay on. Declared. <laughs> I said, oh, Tom, please. It's two pair of aces. i got four aces, Tom. He said, no, the spirit of the game, the letter of the law. Yeah. Oh, the what? The card don't lie, we said. Yeah, we, couldn't we, he get aggro, Tom Pryor? Tom Pryor, for those that don't know, did have a short fuse, but he was a brilliant journo and he certainly made, probably had more to do with the success of Lou Richards. Oh, he loved Lou. Over the time, because... All those nicknames were provided by, um, by, by Tom. Yeah. I used to drive him home. Remember, we used to finish at about four or five in the morning. We played Tuesday night. I'll never forget that. Not too many people knew. So, And I used to drive Pryor home. This is when you're playing. Yeah, during your playing days. <laughs> Pryor, I drove Pryor home to Brighton and, and Pryor always used to say, Oh, one thing about Kekka, what a decent bloke. doesn't hold any grudges, Kekka. <laughs> I, I said, I've got to drive him to Brighton. I thought I'd do the Good Samaritan thing one night. I thought I'd just drop him down the road. I thought he might have lived in town or on the outskirts. He said, drive me down to Brighton, down near Moorabbin, where he lived once, I don't know. So I thought, oh, jeez, I put my foot in this one. And, you know, in the wee small hours of the morning, you're looking left and right just in case some of the grasshoppers would be around. Yes. Anyhow, we made the, uh, we ran the gauntlet, got through it. But they were interesting times, Purse. I think you yes, never had a losing night, Purse. You never had a losing night. Newspapers have changed now, haven't they? Oh, remember that game? 2, 4, 8, 16, 32, 64 for cards. Look. Oh, yeah, blind poker. Bl- oh, yeah. <laughs> we loved our blind poker, didn't we? Oh, God, talk about that. They wouldn't have a clue what happens these days. Purse, uh, Leon's still playing his golf, is he? Yeah, oh, yeah I'm, I'm going out today, in fact, Purse, um, for a quick game. He's um, up three. It, it's... Um, Windy down, well, it's it, it, lovely day today, but it's been really windy down here, Liam. Yeah. They, uh, they tell me that you're a, a wind player, are you? Yes, yes, yes. He shakes the <laughs> he, he shakes the ball left to right, you know, it suits his game. I love it when it's windy it or raining, right, it gives you an excuse. He's going Darwin down the... Is a, perfect. Darwin is a, a links course, uh, Leon, as, as you well know. Yes. And, and it's, uh, it, 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 it can... 
It can blow down here. One of the best clubs in uh, in Australia, Rowan Heads Club. It is. Club. It's, it's a, 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 a wonderful club, and they're doing a, a, a revamp. They're going to spend millions on it, 18 million or something. You, that, me, you remember their purse? Uh, no, not I, directly. I got, but mm. got blackboard about thirty years ago. How do you cope with the problems? About to ask you about the he, protocols. He cover is he's a member. To Perth, um, sorry to interrupt, Sam, but uh, has that been approved or, or passed by the members? Has it that? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, it's been passed. Oh, yeah. that's good. They, they, they put a lot of work into that. Eighteen million, guys. Right, they, they, you know, they got some money. Oh, not a bad enough the Andrews government, mate. They donate half that, I suppose. Uh, oh, they don't like Andrews down here. Oh, right <laughs> with down here and bow ahead. Cursing Andrews. Just quickly, now that I just led you in there beautifully with the point Percy to, par- to Parliament, that was a. You contemplated at one stage a political career, Perse, with the, with our great mate Jeff Kennett. I did, I did. He asked me, he said, would I, would I take a, you know, have a go. He, he said there's, there's an easy easy seat for you at Melbourne. I only need a, a 32% swing. That's right. I think <laughs> I think Clyde Holding held the seat. I said, I said, I said, is there, a, you know, is there a, a chance of an easier seat? You know, something like what, Higgins or something. 8% swing or 10% swing. Oh no, yep, yep, that's a hard way. Hard way. Anyway, so but we uh, we had a great time. We had a had a wonderful time. Uh, I met. Uh, I was going down Ligon Street once. Uh, I, I was. Uh, I had the, had the uh, uh, Percy's Hotel then, and I'm and I'm, I was walking down Ligon Street doing a handshake tour, and I, I ran into uh, John Kane coming the other way. He couldn't believe it. He was coming the other way. He was doing the same thing, and we met <laughs> halfway down Ligon Street. Yes, he was. He was wonderful, John Kane. He said, "Oh, how are you going, Percy? All the best." And, Wish me well, man. I kept going on down Ligon Street, talking, shaking hands. I got down to the to my old hotel at the, the Dover Hotel, and the curtain was open. You know, the, you know, the hotel up the road. I know you. It was a Friday night. The election was on the Saturday, and it was a Friday night. So I thought I'd walk in the, in the John Curtain, and when I walked in the front door of the John Curtain, it was like like a cowboy movie, and when they walk in those swinging doors and the whole bar went silent it was chock a block <laughs> anyway, I walked and they looked at me <laughs> and they said oh, and there was a bloke called George George Crawford he was a, a roofie yes and he, he was uh, he was a, he was a, he was a shocking lefty he said and the, uh, after they all realised who it was and just looking at me astounded he said fuck off you bark you little bark get out of here <laughs> And 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 uh, and and, uh, and, uh, and there was a bloke called uh, Jackson, George Jackson. He was the he was the old man of the uh, uh, the Mad Bath who played for uh, Geelong and uh, St Kilda. Mark right. Jackson. Mark Jackson. Oh, yeah, he, he, was a, he, he, he was he was a roofie too. That's anyway, right. He, He's the exact image of Mark Jackson, uh, old George. Anyway, he said, get it out of here too, you liberal prick. And I said, oh, all right. All right. <laughs> it was like something I thought to myself, why did I do that? <laughs> I said, what a fool. Well, that was enough to terminate your, uh, your political aspirations, I'd imagine. Well, it was, it was, it was good fun. I, I, I got a swing of about 8%, and so... Yeah. Uh, I need to, as I said, I need to, in the to get the seat, I need to swing a 32, 8%. And yeah, it was if a good I did in, next right? time, 8, 8. So if I, if I did four elections, 
I went and I, I might win the seat. But anyway, life goes. Oh, I, that was good fun. Unbelievable. He's been a man of many, many parts, uh, so, Percy uh, Jones. Percy, you're a marvel. And just before we let you go, um, uh, we, we, you touched on Gag Gallagher. Uh, Gallagher. There's a word. Adrian Gallagher, yes. Um, Adrian, um, a wonderful fellow, a great rover. He's been off the grog for a long, long while now, and uh, uh, he's on the other end of pubs, isn't he, these days? I think he sells them. He's, he's, he's an agent. Adrian saw the error, error of his ways. He he was no good on, on the on the liquor. I, I, I don't know anyone who is all right on liquor. I'm certainly not, but Adrian was... Was no good on it anyway. He he, he saw the uh, wisdom of his ways and he he he, uh, he went off it and he went off it for you know twenty five years. So every time we have a uh, you know a flag reunion, we're all there whoopee and you know, they crown lagers and red wine and everything. And, and Paul Gates sits there, sits there <laughs> like a shag and a rock. The poor bugger. It's um, amazing, isn't it? It's, 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 uh, you know, if you're, if it's, it's okay if you're on the booze, but if you're off it, it's, it's a lonely life. It is a lonely life, but uh, those no, two are inseparable. They're very much a part, part of football folklore, you know, gags and uh, purse, you know, with their hotel and their footballing and whatever, particularly in the drinks. Do you, either of you guys remember or know the name Jeff Banks? The uh, the radio. Clo- clothing, clothing, J-E-F-F Banks. He's an English bloke. Now, I met him through our sponsor Jerry Ryan and Michelin Wines uh, at the races and he came he used to come out every year and be a judge for Myers fashion, fashion on the field. now Jeff Banks was like Adrian Gallagher he used to love a drink apparently 100 years ago he's a bloke that joins all the all the uh, racing uh, the bike racing guys on the tours and stays up with them all night you've been mm. him, haven't you we're talking I'm talking to our producer now um because he was very much involved yeah, with yeah. Green Edge. And Jeff Banks, well, you'd reckon he was half pissed himself, you know. He's just wonderful that he could do it. But it's a hard, yeah. right, it's very hard for us to do, I'll tell you, Percy. Well, particularly the fact we still enjoyed a sip of wine these days. We used to have a beer, but now we got the perfect yeah. drop from Mitchelton, which is our favourite. Leon, isn't it? You've opened that. I have. Oh, Fred, dear, I always have dear. a glass of red at lunchtime. You know that. <laughs> let, it, let it breathe. Well, it's not quite lunchtime. It's close <laughs> enough too. God, strike it. Percy loves a drop of red. We have a drop of red occasionally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, oh, it's, our taste buds have changed over the years, Purse. Oh, they have. They have, haven't they? Yes. Remember yes. that Cassel Garcia, Lambrusco? Blue Nun. We used to like a curry. We used to, we used to, we used to like a... <laughs> oh, Larry Mendoza. Larry was so accommodating, wasn't he? God, they I... Closed them, they, they closed him down there in, in, in town, then they opened up again opposite the market. That's right, and overnight. I, I, but I, 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 was, I was amazed. How could he open up again anyway? He opened up again opposite the market, and he was at it again, all these old tricks. Well, there was a saying... There was a saying with my friends, we'd never leave anything on the plate. Because if you reordered again the same one, he'd recycle it and you get it straight back. <laughs> I, took, I, I took the players down there when I was a coach. I took the players down there. I said, we have to go down and, and have, a, have a carry down at, uh, at the Rajasar. So I'm taking uh, Wayne Johnson, Jimmy Buckley, McClure and a couple of those. We went down there. Anyway, they said years later when it all came out, he said, you're trying to fucking poison us. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're, you're <laughs> exactly right. There was a, a girl came in from a newspaper and she 
mark the, the, the label on the on the on the bottle. Yeah, on the bottle, yeah. That. And the same bottle came, came out, out yeah. filled up. He used, to steam the, he used to steam the labels off the good bottles and used to sell them for retail and put the old one, you know, if you bought a pepper jack, say for 20 bucker, you know, he'd have he the grange, he'd seal off the grange. He was always there. I saw him at the market a few times, old, old Larry Mendoza, and he was, he was up front, God, you, yeah. you know, it, it, was, it was hard to keep down. He bounced up all the time. I tell you what, the cricketers were there. The Pakistani Indian cricketers were always there on mass when they toured here. And the Palms and the Indians. Yeah, the Palms. Yeah, anyway, the Palms couldn't win. They, they struggled. You know, yeah, yeah. they had, well, a, lot of, yeah. they had well, a lot of gastro bouts. Let's hope that Larry uh, doesn't listen to this program. Um, Percy, it's been Larry wonderful. Larry <laughs> um, <laughs> He's not still going, is he? <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't be. No, he's got a, no, he has a pop-up these days. <coughs> he's in Chapel Street and then he moves on a tour. <laughs> he's got a van. <laughs> he's got a curry van. Oh, well, <laughs> Percy, you... you uh, imagine that. That group of players you played with, it's like certain... Uh, Sporting groups of all different codes. Uh, occasionally, there's a group that get together and stay together right through their lifetime. Yeah. And uh, you are very fortunate to be one of the ones uh, in one of those groups. In fact, a leading member of it. And uh, good luck to you. And thanks for your time today, Perce. It's been, oh, it's a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Well, how entertaining was that? And how, just, uh, just for a quick fleeting moment, I just thought to myself, what a great catalyst Indian food is. When you think of the names like Buckley, Wayne Johnson, Purse, you know, you're talking about cultural, you know, what an oxymoron that is, you know, Indian food and those three. They've lived on pies and sauce, apart from Purse. Purse is culturally attuned, but Jimmy Buckley and uh, Wayne Johnson... Into Indian food, they wouldn't know what they were. They wouldn't know what a pakori is. He was famous for his steaks at Percy's. He was. Are we still on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. Well, I, 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 I asked the players down to Ablers. You know Ablers. Uh, yeah, oh, Ablers. We used to go there. Ablers. Yeah, around yeah, the Abler. corner from. What where a where lovely was, family. It was unheard of then. And, and, uh, and, 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 you know, we used to eat the apples a lot. This is about this is 1970 and 1980. Uh, hummus. Anyway, I've, I've taken the whole team down there to uh, Lebanese food, and they're all looking, saying, "What's this?" McClure was a bit confused with uh, the, the food that was coming up, but uh, he was—he was able to get it down. He's an amazing man, the sellers. The sellers, yeah. Well, it's cheap. That's why sellers would like it. <laughs> he can get it down, but uh, but uh, apples, apples are bloody beautiful food, isn't it? Oh, it's outstanding. Uh, she's still doing the cooking. Yeah. No, uh, and the boys and Mark and John and the boys. She's in there. And I, 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 so I haven't been there for about a year or so, you know, since COVID. But she, she, she was, she was, was around old Abler. She's a no, man. we love going there. We, we should go there again, Purse. We'll make we, a we day we get there. Yeah. Her husband was a a, a, a a ladies' man, wasn't he? A bit of a ladies' man. Uh, I don't know, Purse. That's superfluous information. Oh, you knew, you knew very right. well. See you, Purse. That was a great day and morning this morning. And <laughs> right thanks on. for your time. And uh, you. catch up again, mate. Thank you. God bless you. God hey, bless you. Good on you, Purse. See Thank you, mate. Time. Well, there's one of the great uh, characters. And um, he's already hung up. <laughs> he's professional to the end. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you next week. <laughs> yeah, it was fair. Um, what a, oh. And we hope to have David Hayes on next yes, week. Yes, David Hayes is our special guest next week. He's now training in Hong Kong, He's of course. back from Hong Kong. Uh, he arrived uh, a couple of days ago. He's Especially in quarantine. against the wall. He is fully in full. That's right. He's not allowed to leave the room. Uh, there's a guy that's... <laughs> now, what are the rules about uh, a podcast? Uh, 
Mr. Producer, <laughs> I'm not too sure what. Well, we can all, go to him. All that goes to him, doesn't it? All of it. <laughs> oh. All of it. Well, it all goes to him. What's yeah, you you're fine. Carry on. Your time will carry on. We've got Jerry Fantastic Ryan backing us up. <laughs> you there, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking uh, the, the language. Uh, oh, the language of what? 15 court cases. I don't think uh, your audience is under 18, so you're fine. Not only that, but people see. There's no very no malice or intent there. It's no. all it's all embellishment. And it's all a bit witty. Well, no. you wouldn't call it wit, but it's certainly humorous, <laughs> entertaining. Look forward to more of it next week. Yeah, see you, Percy. You there? <laughs> <laughs>